Introducing the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. With 25 million copies in print, learn how the Don't Sweat Wisdom can help you achieve greater mental health and better communication with your family, friends, and coworkers from a beloved teacher. Rediscover your passion, joy, and self-compassion to awaken your most vibrant life. Welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take a few deep breaths and take a golden pause so that we can open our hearts and be super present for the next few minutes. Just sit comfortably with your hands on your lap and your palms faced upward. Just close your eyes, or if you're driving, just focus on the road. You can breathe, and the most important thing is just to tune into the breath and tune into the presence of the moment. So let's take a few deep breaths in and just breathe in through your nose, and as you do so, expand your belly and your chest and just allow all the oxygen to just fill your lungs with pure sunlight. Picturing pure sunlight throughout your entire body. And as you exhale, just let go and let go with a sound. Let yourself sigh as you release any tension that you feel in your neck, in your shoulders, in your arms, in your elbows, in your hands, in your legs, in your toes. Just let it go. Breathing in sunlight, letting go of tension. Breathing in love, letting go of fear. Breathing in all things good, letting go of all things that are not meant for you. And just place your hand on your heart for a moment and just think of Something you're grateful for could be a person, could be an insight, could be the sunshine, could be the fresh air, just anything. Just spend a moment in complete gratitude, appreciating that one thing. Now, just open your eyes and just notice how good you feel. Today for this podcast, I'm going to talk about wisdom and grace and how you can be heartbroken open to your wisdom or your heart can close down and shut down and and not be open to your wisdom. See, I believe that there's only two ways that we handle our stress in life, that we handle the Things that happen to us that are not the things that we would plan, but the things that are showing up to teach us something really, truly amazing about life. And amidst some of the darkest moments of our life, we will and can be heartbroken open to what is now termed post-traumatic growth syndrome. I haven't studied this or anything, but I've experienced it. And I remember when Richard died and 
you know, I've talked about this in other podcasts. I, I wasn't feeling as passion filled at that stage of my life. I was holding space for my family. I was holding space for him. We were busy, busy, busy. And in that busyness, I had really lost touch with what I felt really passionate about in life. And I didn't really, wasn't super in tune to my purpose. I had written a couple of New York Times bestselling books, one with Richard, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff in Love, and Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women. But I had no ownership of that career. I, I had no plans for what I was going to do with my future. And I was starting to feel that sense of the empty nest and the emptiness that can come with that. And Richard was struggling with back pain. He had chronic back pain. I was worried about him. I was really trying to hold his space and just be the most supportive wife that I could be. My role of wife and mother was where my ego got really um, caught. And I never thought of like those positive roles of being a great wife and a mother as being ego at all. I was just simply living in a space of the unknown and didn't, didn't spend a lot of time at that time in my life cultivating um, my own interests necessarily. I had a lot of hobbies and I had a lot of fun. I've always had a lot of friends and so forth, but I wasn't cultivating um, what my true meaning and engagement with, of, of life was at that time. Although I was very loyal and devoted and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with living a life of devotion. It's just that there was something more for me and I didn't know what that was and I wasn't even questioning it at that time. And that's why I say I was completely heartbroken open. I was fortunate um, because all of my tools and all of my healthy perspective um, really came to me to um, assist me in my grieving process. And, and I found so much wisdom and so much grace. But one of the first things that came to me was the serenity prayer. And that prayer is, God, grant me the serenity to change the things I can, accept those that I cannot change, and the wisdom to know the difference. I followed a mantra throughout my grief, surrender, trust, and accept. And as I surrendered to the process of grief, I allowed the feelings of grief to come and go like the waves in a tide, like the waves of a stormy sea. I did not fight the waves of grief that came. I just went into them. I allowed my feelings to come through me. Sometimes that meant I would lay on the floor and I'd scream or I'd cry or I'd let my body shake or I'd laugh or I'd dance or I'd go for a walk and I'd cry. I just allowed. I surrendered. I trusted in my body to teach me. I trusted in divine order to lead the way. I released those feelings of grief. I emptied the sorrow through my tears. And eventually, eventually, in my own time, I came to a place 
of accepting my loss. And at that time, I was reborn. And if you're going through any kind of loss, if you follow this process of surrender, trusting and accepting and just allowing, allowing your grief to happen, you'll come to acceptance too. I began to see all of life as extraordinary, the just ordinary things that I had missed in my busyness, the things that are just those small things, the small things that are really the things that you miss the most when somebody dies. You know, it was like I missed brushing my teeth with Richard. I missed how our toes would curl up in bed together. I missed the hugs and the good mornings and the good nights. And you know what? I even missed his snoring too. Can you believe that? I missed his snoring. I realized there's a message in the mess that everything in life shows up for some powerful purpose and, and is there to teach us something, that there's always a message there's always a message in the mess. And in my awakening, in my heart broken open, I realized that I was feeling my life so much bigger than I had ever felt my life. And all of the feelings, I was feeling the sorrow, but I was also feeling joy. And now as I'm through the grieving process, I feel tremendous gratitude. And I feel tremendous joy in ways and for small things that I that might, might have missed for most of my life otherwise. So we can be heartbroken, open. And as we surrender and trust, we invite grace. And grace shows up. And grace comes in the form of healing. It comes in the form of love. If you surrender and open, you will feel loved. I promise you, you will somehow feel held. I don't know how it happened. I had no plan for it, but I felt completely held in my grief. And as I released all the tears of a thousand years, I came back to life. And I was reborn. And I know you will too. Remember, there is a message in the mess that transformation and life gets really messy sometimes. And that if you hold it and you go through it, you'll emerge stronger, wiser, and more capable to live your next most vibrant life yet. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Visit christinecarlson.com to receive 30 days of Don't Sweat Wisdom delivered to your inbox. And remember to subscribe to this podcast now to receive Don't Sweat Wisdom from Chris every week.